0: Welcome to this edition of Bravehearts,
1: where we hope to increase your awareness and understanding of what homelessness looks like and some of the many organizations working on solutions to improve the homeless crisis.
0: We are your hosts, William Wallace
1: and Betty Louise,
0: and these are the Bravehearts.
1: it's betty louise and we are here for another episode of Bravehearts. and i have the pleasure of being in the hospitality house new offices up here sitting with tyson powers who's the program officer and joe Naik, who's the outreach director so i'd like to hear how you two got started with this work that you're doing so Joe, you want to start? Sure.
2: So I started in substance use disorder counseling um, in a local agency called Common Goals. Previous to that, I actually have some lived experience. I know what it's like to be out on the streets and not have a place to go and not knowing where I'm going to be or where my next meal is coming from. So I kind of transitioned into substance use disorder counseling, went to school for that. And then after a couple years of that, I've noticed that a lot of the folks that we served were experiencing homelessness. When an opportunity arose to do street outreach with Hospitality House, it was like a calling. It was just the door opened at the perfect time when I was ready to transition, and it's been rewarding ever since.
1: Mm. So you've had your own experience. I'm sure that just brings out so much empathy. Absolutely. When you I mean, are it's, working with these people. It, 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 it
2: makes it easier to look through the lens of folks that have experienced it because I understand the challenges around everything that are you know, barriers to housing, barriers to getting your life on track.
1: Exactly. So Tyson, tell me your story.
0: So I got started working in residential with teens and younger kids Mm -hmm. um, when I was in my early 20s, I want to say 23. Did that for a long time, about 12 years. And then I transitioned out into another industry for about eight. And I missed this tremendously and wanted to come back. So I came back started working in Sacramento and Oak Park in their little drop-in center. And then this opportunity arose. And for me, working with the homeless was something that I witnessed with my kids coming out of residential facilities, is a lot of them were just kicked to the street. I mean, once they turn that magic number, it's over, the funding stops and there's nowhere for them to go. And a lot of my youth were transitioning to the streets And it was hard to watch and support them and just kind of watch them go down that road. And I wanted to get in and help and this opportunity presented itself. And here I am.
1: Oh, wow. So tell us a little bit about your role. What exactly you do?
2: I wish there was a short answer to that. So as the outreach director, I oversee all of our outreach programs, which we have multiple. When I first started, we had one street outreach worker. It was me, um, crawling around the hills, trying to trying to locate people, trying to help people as much as we could. Quickly, it became clear that we needed more folks out there. So through a variety of different funding streams that came down, we were able to build out our outreach program. I oversee the Homeless Outreach Medical Engagement Team, which is a partnership between the Nevada County Behavioral Health and Turning Point and Hospitality House. So we actually have an embedded nurse from the county. We have embedded case managers from Turning Point, as well as case managers from Hospitality House. The goal there is to do more upstream services, getting people navigated into substance use disorder treatment, mental health services, housing absolutely is always the final goal. So yeah, I oversee that program. We also have another program where we have case managers that their goal is to connect homeless individuals with primary care physicians. So they're not utilizing the emergency department so much. Um, a lot of our folks have a lot of medical complications, being out on the street for many years. The medical care isn't always there, and the emergency department isn't always the best primary care doctor, um, especially as overwhelmed as they are with everything that's going on with COVID. We also have transportation. We have two full-time drivers that transport folks all over the community to get to their appointments, to get to employment to get wherever they need to go. Transportation, of course, a lot of our folks don't have vehicles. So that's a key important role. We're currently feeding people in hotels across the community. So we have three or four hotels that we have people stationed in and they're there and we're able to support them with meals, meal delivery from our culinary program from the shelter. And then we have our traditional street outreach. I've got three folks that are, that's what they do all day long. They're supporting with the warming shelter, partnering with Sierra Roots, making sure we're getting people when the weather is like it is today, when it's snowy and rainy, and just meeting people where they're at. In a nutshell, street outreach is going out, going to people, not asking them to come to us, but meet people where they're at, go into the camps, provide opportunity for services, all the while partnering with our local law enforcement.
0: Thank you for joining us today. Our hope is this segment has opened your heart and mind. Be well and be kind.
1: This project was made possible with support from California Humanities, a nonprofit partner of the National Endowment for the Humanities. Please visit calhum.org.